Hey mama, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're talking about the things that you need to do to foolproof your business, meaning the things that you need to have in place in order to make sure that your business is going to be successful and that you're not going to have a headache once your business grows and that you're not going to just run into any headaches or issues in the future. So let's chat about that today. But before we start, I just want to remind you, mama, that I have a free Facebook group that you can join me in. And if you have any questions, if you want to connect with other e-commerce mamas, that is the place to be in. And I always leave that information linked in the show notes. Just find me on Facebook and let's be friends. And if you're not a Facebook person, I am doing my best to be more active on Instagram and show up there at least on weekdays. Um, so let, let's connect, let's chat. And I love, just love connecting with you mamas. If you have questions, um, reach out to me. Anyway, mama, let's talk about all the things you need to do to foolproof your business, okay? Some of them you've heard, but if you haven't done them, let this be the sign that the universe is telling you to get on a sister. Okay, first of all, legal. Take care of the legal part of your business. Make sure that if you, especially for my Etsy mamas, get out of hobby zone and hobbyville and make it a business, okay? You're not going to grow a business if you treat it like a hobby, okay? So, Make sure that your business is incorporated. Make sure that whether it's an, uh, an LLC or whatever it is that you're doing with your business, make sure that you actually took the time to chat with an accountant or a CPA or a lawyer to get that squared away and just do the thing. The last thing you want, mama, back in the day, like when I was in high school, I used to work for a CPA. I worked for with her for, I don't know, a few years and the IRS is not very kind, okay? The IRS, I don't want to say it's out to get you, but they're out to get people who are not doing things by the books, okay? And they'll catch people sooner or later. And let me tell you that once you get audited for one year, you'll get audited for many, many years. It's a headache for years to come. It's it's not fun, mamas. I, uh, my, the CPA I used to work for, she had multiple clients who were audited, being audited by the IRS, and it's like, a never-ending thing and you always live in fear you know so don't be that person don't go go down that route just do the right thing from the beginning um, the next is accounting so mama you need to have a separate bank account for your business um, don't commingle with your personal because again the IRS will come after you they do not like that and rightfully so your business we think it's part of us and it's something that we do, but it's not. Your business is its own separate entity. It has nothing to do with you and we need to separate those out because you don't want the headache at the end of the year, separating expenses. Again, that's a big no-no in the IRS eyes. So make sure that you are opening up your bank account and you're getting you know, the separate check, uh, checking account or uh, getting a debit card or a credit card for your business that you're just not messing around with that. And by the way, a little disclaimer, I'm of course not an accountant. I'm not a lawyer. So do your due diligence. These are just things that I am telling you that need to be done so you don't uh, get in trouble later. And you know, you want to set up your business foundation so that you are able to scale your business. Always have the mentality that um, if I'm to sell this business, what are the things that are going to make it most valuable? And if you are trying to sell a hot mess, ain't nobody going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The next thing you need is really, really, really good customer service. And I've talked about this. I have a dedicated episode on this. So go back and listen to that episode where I give you all the hacks um, on having really stellar 
customer service, but understand that in an era where um, everybody's getting sold to all day long, where every social media influencer is selling somebody on something, um, you need to have great customer service for you to stand out and you need to be able to connect with people. That is key, okay? And understand that you don't have a lot of time to make that connection with people via computer screen. So having that customer service, have the social proof, having those reviews are only going to help you. So work on having really, really awesome customer service. Next tip is for you to not change your SEO and your tags too frequently. And the reason for that is, is because it takes time for SEO to kick in, for things to rank. And if you're constantly changing your tags and your SEO and you're changing your copy all the time and you're changing everything, then the algorithm is going to have a hard time ranking you every time you make that change. So wait things out. Wait things out before you go make those crazy um, changes. You know, be patient. SEO takes time to work and you need time to see what's working, what's not working before you start making those changes. And if you're on Etsy and you have a listing that's making sales, but you know that listing could be optimized, I always recommend that you make a new listing instead of messing with what's working, okay? So if you have a listing that is working, but you could be improved, make an entire new listing and let them both work because it'll work to, uh, for your favor, honestly. Okay, the next tip is for you to not be afraid to scale back. So especially for my Etsy mamas who have a bajillion things on their shop, but you're really only selling five, focus on those five. Make more of those five if you want to, but work on improving on what you have instead of um, adding more things and adding more things and adding more things all the time. You know, it's all about quality over quantity and adding more things to your plate and just making yourself way more stressful for something that maybe you're selling one of or two of. It's not that worth um, when it's not worth it when you could be just putting all your effort into what's actually working. So put effort in into what's selling and let go of what's not. And you know it is what it is. Sometimes I know we can put stuff out there um, that we think is great and it's amazing, but it just doesn't sell. So maybe it's not the right time yet, or maybe somebody's really not interested in, and that's okay, mama. And the point is, don't be afraid to scale back, to focus on the things that are actually working for you and let go of what's not. The next tip I have for you, and this is huge, mama. This is like a huge tip. And I, if you get nothing else from this episode, get this. It is not a sprint, it's a marathon. So if you're starting your online store right now and you're expecting it to just blow up, you need to check your expectations because it's going to take time. Especially if you're not doing anything outside of putting your business up on Etsy or Amazon or Shopify and you're just expecting the sales to come in. Mama, it's loud out there. It's competitive and we have to put our best foot forward. And I've said this before, Etsy is the vehicle for your sales, but or, or Amazon or Shopify, whatever. Like that's the place where people come in to like check out your business. That is, um, think of Etsy or Amazon or Shopify, the, the checkout processor. You know, if you were um, selling person to person, you'd have Square. But right there, you know, on, online, we're using Etsy or Amazon or Shopify. But you're still in charge of your business. You still have to market it or you have somebody to do that for you. And you have to do all the things that we always talk about on this podcast. You know, the podcasting, the uh, showing up on YouTube, hiring influencers, 
at a minimum showing up on Pinterest, those things, they need to happen in order for you to have a business that is um, successful. So just, you know, putting your business up online, it's a huge first step, but there's more that needs to be done. And you need to be patient on top of everything else. You need to be patient. This is not your golden ticket. This is not your overnight ticket to success where you're going to, you know, just make a million overnighters or a hundred thousand overnight. It's not going to happen. Mama. I'm so sorry to break it to you. I know it happens to some people, but it doesn't happen to the majority of people. And let me tell you that the majority of people that you see with this so-called overnight successes, they had years prior of building their brand or working on their craft. Okay. They didn't just wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to create a planner and they created a planner and they sold out. It does not happen like that mama. People like that, they have been working years and years and years and years prior to their breakthrough, okay? And they have been um, collecting, you know, the failures, the successes. The difference between those people who have overnight successes and the people who don't is the people who had quote-unquote overnight successes, they were patient and it didn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen overnight for anybody, mama. So understand that it's not going to happen overnight for you either, Okay. Some people get a break. Some people do get a lucky break. But I promise you that everybody walked the path. Everybody put in blood, sweat, and tears before they had their overnight success. Anyway, Mama, these are the tips that I have for you. If you don't have these things set up right now in your business, get on a sister. No better time than the present to get it all done. Until next time, mama, don't forget you're strong, you're capable, you can do hard things, including get your business in order and maybe wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.